The following message is brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. To learn more about the Ezra Institute's mission to advance the Lordship of Christ, please visit www.ezrainstitute.ca. Now, it, uh, it's an atheist nightmare, isn't it? Christmas coming just a couple of weeks after Pope Francis was named Time's Man of the Year. Now, judging by their usual penchant for conspiracy theories and their general inability to grasp irony, let alone satire, the SADs will be incredibly hysterical about this one. SADs, yes, S-A-D-S, it's my pet name for committed atheists, who, who seem to be the most unhappy, lugubrious, neurotic, special interest group I've ever encountered. For the collective crime of racism, anti-Semitism, misogyny, and homophobia, all you bad-batherers are war criminals and liars and charlatans. Atheism forever! You know what? Atheism is apolitical. Stalin was an atheist, but you know who else was an atheist? Ayn Rand. So atheism has got nothing to do with politics, but only about the facts. And the fact is, you look up in the sky, and you know what you see? Sky, clouds, and the sun. You are not irrational people. You're going around spreading lies about atheists while I'm just trying to correct them with the truth. And I have to raise my voice in order to be heard. You have no redeeming factors whatsoever. And the only reason because we allow you to live is because we don't stoop to your level. I tried debating with you people, but you'll say, oh, God did it, and he's this magical man. He did He's about as real, he's even less real than Mickey Mouse. Hello. <laughs> Actually, let me qualify that previous statement. One of the most unhappy, lugubrious and neurotic groups. I've forgotten feminist and uh, radical socialist. I suppose that if you are convinced the world is a hateful place and everybody is against you, it must seem a bit dark. Christians, on the other hand, assume the opposite and are convinced that the world is full of light. Now, in a few moments, we're going to have a debate between a leading evangelical and a leading atheist about anti-Christian ads, Christmas and matters related. Now, in a spirit of love and kindness, I should urge all the sads out there not to waste their very precious time writing abusive, misspelt emails to me. Oh, and your New Year's resolution, comrades, must be to master the apostrophe. Also, have to tell you, I've heard the one about God being just like the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny. Heard that Hitler was a Christian, that Jesus didn't exist, that bad things happened to good people, more wars fought in the name of religion and anything else, blah, 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 bloody blah. Yep, I've heard them all, heard them all. If only they could come up with something new and challenging based even partly in genuine research and intelligent study, but they can't. I dealt with all of these flaccid arguments in my last three books, Superb. The latest of which, the future of Catholicism, is a perfect Christmas gift. Oh, it's the future of Catholicism. But, (laughs) naked self-promotion aside, this coming week is the star, in so many ways, of the Christian season. Now, Easter is more theologically significant. December may not even have been the month of the birth. And, of course, it's all being clumsily commercialized and secularized. But within all that is the, the pure, sparkling joy of a season gloriously plump with giving and loving and forgiving and enjoying, rethinking, even celebrating. The cosmetics of the thing, I understand they can be annoying, but... I believe there's a lot of Christian resonance in them, from Santa and Dickens' A Christmas Carol to A Wonderful Life and 
Wow, Frosty and Rudolph even. Empathy, reformation of character, seeing the best in people and in the world. For Christians, it's the reminder that God so loved us that he came to the world as a baby. The most powerful made manifest as the most vulnerable. Beautiful irony there. The word made flesh. The story completed. The new covenant made for every human being on earth. I have visited Bethlehem many times. But what is more important is that Bethlehem has actually visited me. For most out there, we struggle, we wonder, we inquire. Now, this is a fine time to take those questions a step further and to search for answers. For those absolutely convinced of their own self-righteousness and knowledge, and they say we're just mere flesh and we'll rot in the grave, there's still time to put away that despair. He was born for the sads as well, you know. Did you hear that, sads out there? He came for you as well. The Great Debate. Well, something passing for an argument. Let me introduce them. Reverend Joe Boot is a senior pastor at Westminster Chapel in Tirana. And Justin Trottier, a spokesperson for the Centre for Inquiry. Hello. Hi there, Michael. Now, the, the, the catalyst for this, as it were, the premise, is some atheist bus ads in Vancouver, I believe, that eventually they, they weren't allowed on the buses. Is that right? Uh, billboard ads, which Bill, were rejected. Oh, billboards. I'm so yeah. sorry. They, oh, that's fine. They so were the ones rejected. on buses are flying around, but the billboards uh, ones weren't allowed. Well, we put bill, atheist billboards up in 2009 in a variety of locations At across Christmas? Canada. Uh, it happened to be around December. It happened to be around December. I, I tell you, it is a coincidence. Yeah. Actually, it's taken months to get permission. And it's a coincidence this Christmas as well. Well, it took months to get permission then and right. now. They weren't originally to run in December, but by the time... Okay. We jumped through all the hoops. That's when we were yeah. able to... Just want to establish it. It was a coincidence twice that they aired at Christmas. Believe it or not, it actually was a coincidence twice. Uh, the yes. answer is no, I don't believe it. So that now... <laughs> that's fine. Uh, you probably agree uh, on this, but I think the ads should be allowed. Billboards, buses, I don't mm. care. I, but I believe everybody should. What, what yes. I resent is that pro-life groups uh, frequently are told, no, we're not taking your ads. Some Christian groups get the same treatment. So if you're going to have them, anyone and everyone. Yeah? Yeah, there absolutely has to be consistency on that. Mm. I, I think that... Um, for me, the, uh, I've got no objection to the advertisements. In fact, I think that it serves our cause as Christians. If you tell a child, don't pray to God, uh, the first thing that uh, a child may want to do is pray. You tell people, don't do this, they want to do it. Now, if you bring God and prayer, stick them up on billboards, it doesn't really matter what the context is, what's being said. Those people start to think about God and prayer. Mm. So I think, in part, this is an expression of the insecurity of atheism, uh, this this need to uh, do these sort of advertising campaigns. You don't advertise God out of existence, but I'm all for it because if you bring the debate into the public sphere, uh, Christianity won the debate centuries ago. It's been winning it uh, ever since, and we will win it again. I just want to get back when you said about pro-life ads because the interesting twist here is that Patterson, the company in Vancouver that rejected the yeah. billboard ads, they've not only allowed uh, pro-life ads to go elsewhere, particular in Halifax, they've actually helped design pro-life ads. And right, yet here they're, here they're denying us. So, uh, but though? I agree with both of you. You know, There needs yeah. to be consistency. Yeah, but his argument, I, which is an interesting one, because it's not as though that you, the, the, the culture is so bursting with Christianity that you're being brave and saying, hold on, think again. If anything, kids have not been raised with any idea mm -hmm. of God are suddenly saying, what's God, Mom? What's God, Dad? Well, that's fine. Look, uh, we're an educational charity. So you're there for right? Jesus. Uh, well done. <laughs> no, I said it's perfectly fine if they're asking the questions. In fact, that's to be encouraged. We're, we're not 
there to give you know, parceled answers to big questions. We're there to ask those questions. And like in the 2009, there's probably no God campaign, which got a lot of criticism for being more agnostic than atheist. I didn't care about that. I was glad that there was a debate. And I, I don't oh, care so how people you were come criticized out of that by even more debate. fanatical and sad <laughs> non-believers who said we you were, should say there is yeah, no God. Believe it or not, we were criticized, you know, on both sides by by people who thought that if we're going to do an atheist campaign, let's do an actual atheist campaign. They didn't see that as being one. And of course, we were criticized right. by people on the religious. So side your as statement well. was there's probably no God. So relax and enjoy your life. And they the wanted full... there is no God. I don't know exactly what they wanted. They yeah. just didn't like that particular right. agnostic. Because obviously, you, you can't statement. say there is no God any more than you can say there is a God and be absolutely certain. Well, back to my point, it's about asking questions, about looking for evidence, and evidence-based public policy is what Center for Inquiry is all about. So right. we're not here to say there is no God. We're here to ask questions. Most of our members are skeptics about right. God, so the flavor is going to be on that, that side. Isn't that what any intelligent Christian w- would want from uh, from other people to ask questions? Absolutely. You um, you can't uh, atheism. I mean, I'm quite surprised at what Justin has said there in some respects, because uh, any uh, atheist worth their salts philosophically knows that you can't affirm a universal negative. You can't say, "What if God is outside of my personal experience?" I mean. That's just, it's simple. So atheism really reduces to skepticism about certain arguments for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, if you uh, bring the uh, issue of prayer, God, through billboards into the public sphere, I, I really think that uh, um, whilst, of course, I certainly wouldn't put money to it, I wouldn't be giving to, I wouldn't waste my money on such a thing. As I say, you can't advertise God out of existence. But I think if they want to do that, I welcome it. Let's have the discussion. Let's have the debate. As I say, historically... When uh, Galatius tried to stamp out um, uh, Christianity in the ancient Roman world, when the Soviet Union tried to do it uh, through propaganda and so on, it doesn't work. Mm. The Christian church grows. So I actually think that these things are productive for Christians, mm. f- for those who are willing to engage the discussion and evangelize, especially around Christmas time. Well, That's think, an interesting point, isn't it? Isn't sides. it indifference that destroys faith? It's not opposition. It's rather like um, the, the history of the Jewish people. I mean, it, it's, so, someone said, if you, if you really hate Jews, love them. In other words, assimilation, tolerance, yeah. Jewish people t- diminish in numbers. Soviet Union, they stayed firm in their faith. The United States, assimilation, well, intermarriage, and so on. Uh, at the core, we're not trying to eliminate faith. Uh, what we're trying to do is show that humanists, non-believers, can live full, hopeful, and optimistic lives, and that they can be good people. Has that ever been doubted? They can join organizations like ours and others that get together and do benevolent, charitable things. But Justin, I, this is where I have to challenge you, because I think that's a straw man. Any Christian who says that you, you have to be a Christian to be a good person, and if you're not a Christian, you can't have a fulfilled life, they don't understand their faith. Genuine Christians don't think that. That's fine, but the genuine qu- Christians are not the ones that email me. 12 times a day and tell mm. me that I'm going to burn in hell for putting up a simple ad. The, so there are people the athe- out there, the athe- Michael, the, I'm afraid, who, yeah, Justin, who are not as enlightened and intellectual the, the, the as your e- brand of Christianity. The atheists who, atheist who emailed me, for example, and said, I'm really glad your father has died. The atheist oh, who... That's, that's abhorrent. Do you want to see my that, email box? No, well, so well, don't well, play I, that no, game not, with me. No, but let me just clarify. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm not trying to suggest that, that atheists get... Um, are, are more vulnerable in some sense to to hate mail than members that than people that, that represent faith groups. What I'm saying though mm-hmm. is, if we're talking about the motives behind this ad, the motives are to show to a lot of people who have okay. never even heard of atheism right. that there are atheists out there and they're good and hopeful people. Sure, there's a wider context though that Christianity is the most persecuted uh, group. 
on Earth mm. now. I mean, this is not even de- debated. Even secular United Nations admits this. I mean, as we speak, there's someone dying for their Christian faith. Atheists aren't really being rounded up and, and murdered the, the, the way that the, the Christians are. There's not really a level playing well, field. Do oh, you, know, you disagree with that? I, I, I don't know. I can't compare the numbers, but I do want to disagree, you know, very seriously with the assertion that atheists don't get rounded up for being atheists. I mean, there was, there was a man who was actually burnt to death in Indonesia for being an atheist, for it, being... In Muslim of, Indonesia. In Muslim Indonesia. Contrast for, that with, with uh, Christians suffering in the Islamic world, my friend. You'll find for, a bit cr- of a Christians are, are definitely being killed for their faith, okay. but the idea that they are the only ones being killed Didn't for having that. a minority... Never but said you, that. You suggested that atheists uh, don't... Language is important, and as is true. I said the persecuted, most persecuted. The compar- I, say, I said the most persecuted. I never said any, atheists by any rational means, that there's obviously no comparison... Uh, between the persecution of the Christian church and, you know, isolated atheists. I think we'd all be ready to admit that in certain contexts, in certain cultures, perhaps there has been persecution of, of people uh, who have denied the existence of God. What's but certainly right now, today, our Minister of Foreign Affairs, John Baird, has gone on record stating that the Office of Religious Freedom needs to protect persecuted religious people, but does not have to worry about atheists because, and I'm pretty much quoting here, atheists are not persecuted in, in any because sense. Because he's right. But, but they, I'm giving you examples, though. But he's Michael. not a Christian. I'm giving you, I'm giving you examples he may well be an atheist, atheists well, I know. in Indonesia, in Pakistan, in okay. Iran, right. who have been killed or imprisoned for being atheists. John Baird agrees with us, which is, which is good to know, but carry yeah, on. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I think um, uh, we Christians, certainly around the Christmas season as well, are, should be conscious of the, the suffering of the, the Christian church. And uh, true Christians, of course, are not interested in persecuting atheists. I've not got any interest in, I think, actually, Justin over the years has been softening to my I gentle would, proclamation. I wouldn't mind persecuting him a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. But, uh, I uh, hope so. We, 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 ought to be, we ought to be concerned about anybody who, for what they believe, is being... Uh, is suffering. And that means there ought to be a recognition, and there isn't sufficient recognition, certainly in the uh, popular media, of the suffering of, of Christians around the world. Definitely not. Okay. I actually agree La- with you on that. Okay. All I was trying to say, I was just taking issue with your claim, it seemed to suggest that atheists don't get persecuted, that there are no cases of atheists being killed or imprisoned, Justin, and there are actually many is, of them. See, this is where your argument, and you're a good guy, but it always fails, because instead of actually listening to what I said, you've made up something you wanted me to say, which I didn't. But I want to end with this. Uh, is it really the appropriate and opposite time for such a campaign? If you manage to maybe convince a child to wonder, is it really Christmas? Do you feel happy at that? Well, I keep hearing that Christmas has something to do with ethics, religion, and, uh, and questions about religion, you know, the place of religion in our society. Yeah. And uh, if that's true, I mean, I think Chris, uh, Christmas is actually more yeah. pagan Answer than anything else. Question, but if man. that's true, then why isn't it the appropriate time? If this is the time to be talking about religion, ethics, spirituality, well, why, you don't why, have is, kids, it, do why you? is a campaign that asks those kinds of questions? Okay, Joe, is it the appropriate time, time beyond any argument about faith for a child? Uh, uh, Mummy, Daddy, is it really Christmas? I mean, it, it, should, do it in June, do it in August, do it in September, Christmas? Yeah, I, think, I think it's fair to say that the majority of Canadians, I think it's still in the 70-plus percent, who self-identify as broadly right. Christian, are going to be uh, irritated by the fact that uh, th- th- this okay. is the timing that they've chosen. We don't always right. time Let me end by alienating both of you. Um, uh, you'll probably go to purgatory, which is fine, but frankly, you will as well. See you there. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. Please feel free to share it with friends, but do not charge for or alter the material in any way without the express written consent of the EICC. Thank you.